Hi, everybody, and welcome to a topic episode on Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton, and who's playing Game Boy with me tonight? Michael Double A Hughes. Oh, I am playing a bunch of other things in Game Boy, but uh, Adam from Talk Games to Bubblegum. I've heard of this show. Yeah, you're not missing <laughs> much. <laughs> oh, and as Adam already said, he does have a podcast that he started because he was inspired by Moa. So let's go check out Talk Games to Bubblegum. It's, there'll be a link in the show notes and wherever you get your podcast. Oh, sorry. It's on Spotify and other podcasts, not on Stitcher. <laughs> not on Stitcher. <laughs> I think I'll bring it up every time. <laughs> I, I am using Spotify steps. now so I can listen to a show. Good old spoofy. And Mike, why don't you introduce what this topic is about? Since this is it's your idea. It's not just a topic. This is a top 10, which I think is a first for the show. It is a first. Uh, we are talking about top 10 held, handheld games, our personal top 10. I wanted to do just DS, and Mike's like, I haven't played a lot of DS. I'm like, well, we'll do 3DS and DS. It's like, yeah, I still haven't <laughs> still played a lot. Like, I'll just do all of handheld gaming. Though. I mean, if it was top DS, 3DS, I mean, you just look at what's been on the show. That would be about the answer <laughs> what I played, which is not much. Uh, I, mean, I think I, the only caveat I put in was like no switch and nothing like the Sega Nomad that just plays Genesis games because that's cheating. That's fair. You know, I should have introduced the saying it's our first top 10, not topic. That's oh, OK. Well. I'm not going to go back and fix it now. <laughs> I should <have> say <sighs> problem for future Mike that won't get solved. So, uh, well, and I think we should. So we're going to what we're going to do is we're going to list our the 10. You know, we'll go from 10 county down to one and then we'll each kind of go around, and talk about the game that we picked and talk about it and then kind of go from there and see where we end up. It's going to be weird doing a top 10. Curious to see if we're going to have any overlap. I see. I was curious about that too, because there are some, when you think handheld games, there's definitely games that we've all played and we all love. And I know one to two series. So I try to stay, stay away from them, Mm -hmm. but I definitely know we're going to hear maybe some overlays. Okay. I don't think there's gonna be as much as you think. So I think maybe like one or two between the three of us. But yeah, I, I also tried to stay away from re-releases and ports because that's also just too easy. Same. As much as Mike would like to put Chrono Trigger at number one for DS. I didn't want to because it wasn't <laughs> right. Even though it is the best version of it, the DS version. But still, it just it, it isn't right for a top 10 handheld because it's yeah. a Super Nintendo game. Right. Yeah, I really wanted to put Final Fantasy 4, but I stayed away from it. That's a weird way to pronounce six. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <sighs> one day I will play for the complete collection. I've only bought it twice, but one day I will play it. I'll play I it. I keep telling myself that. I like the sprites in that game. They're super cool looking. I bought it the day it came out for PSP. And that's a, and I stopped. And I oh, played and it again. I stopped. All I know is that the after years people say really isn't worth playing. It's Cecil and Rosa. I mean, of course it's worth playing. It doesn't matter what the hell the story. I love that it's no six, but I love four. All right, we're not here for that. So why don't we start <laughs> with ten? I'll go first. I'm pretty sure my ten is, again, I didn't have a lot. And I, I try to pick games that had stuck with me over time, not games that I consider the best. They're just games that, like, to me, that really have stuck with me. And the first one is, thanks to Mike, uh, Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief <laughs> 4DS came out in 2010. Now, I we did a whole episode on this game. You can go, please go listen. People do every month for some reason. Yeah. And it is, it's a... <laughs> turnstile rpg and it just blew me away with how much fun it was on my phone mm-hmm. it it's just the strangest little simple rpg that is somehow super entertaining you can it, the touchscreen stuff isn't too bad and, and it just i can't stop thinking about it I, I i will never play it again i will probably not even recommend it to people to play but it was so much i will i have but it's so much fun it is such a good game mm-hmm. it's very simple for rpg stand by um, rpg standards like Probably not as simple as Mystic Quest, but it's a little around there. 
No, it's probably more simpler than Mystic Quest. I didn't oh, get that's... stuck on it for two years. Yeah, that's Quest. that's how I roped you into was saying that the the overworld map was a lot like Mystic Quest, where you just move yep. from point to point. That's and I right. Beat it in like two days. I couldn't stop playing. I remember I was sitting <laughs> in a restaurant with my wife and her friends, and I'm just sitting there playing Percy Jackson while they're talking. I just could not stop playing. Oh, it is such a good turn-style <laughs> RPG. It is a really good game. If you if you like turn-style RPGs, you like Percy. Even if you don't like Percy, it doesn't matter. Just play the game. You're mm-hmm. highly interested. I I don't know anything about Percy Jackson, but the you way you're talking to. about this game, I'm I'm if, actually really interested. If you like Greek gods and you're into that, you'll enjoy the game enough to make you want to play. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. That's all you need to know. And I would say if you have an Android phone, play it on your phone. <laughs> but it's also cheap for DS. It's like five bucks at GameStop or something. Nice if you can find it. It's not, it's not eBay too. It is not an expensive game. It is. It it didn't do well. It's a license based game, but it is so such a fun little RPG. All right, uh, Adam, how about your number ten? My number ten was a PSP game that was a third person heavy metal zombie game. It was called Infected. This game was definitely some tongue in cheek humor, um, but essentially on Christmas Day during a lighting ceremony zombies come out and apparently you're the only person whose blood can cure the virus and during this game you chain it's like a chain system so you have to weaken the zombies with one gun switch to another gun that contains your blood and then it'll explode the zombies um and the more like the better your combos get the better your guns get all done to like in a fantastic soundtrack with uh like chimera and slipknot just heavy metal like it fits the mood but the really fantastic yeah fantastic <laughs> marvelous <laughs> stupendous <laughs> um but the really cool thing was um you could go online with this and while you're online you could create your own virus essentially and so anybody that you killed you would get infected. And then therefore when they killed somebody, they would infect them. And then you could periodically look and see how much your infection had grown, you know, during your time playing multiplayer and stuff like that. That sounds kind of cool. It does. It it was, yeah, it was really cool. I spent a lot of hours on it mainly due to, it was like one of the only PSP games I had at the time. (laughs) Um, but yeah, to this day, I wish I could get a PSP and the servers were still up and play it because it was Mm -hmm. just, it was fun. It was just heavy metal zombie killing fun. I definitely feel like I've seen this cover art before of the the black hand with just the logo in front of it. it looks mm-hmm. very familiar. I seen it. I remember when it came out. I didn't I didn't play it ever, but I remember it. Yeah, it's fun. I, I might check this out. It, it was a lot of fun <laughs> and a great character creator too. Um, oh, so that's uh, always a plus. Exactly. Oh, so, <laughs> I don't like creating characters. I just want to be. Pick, I just want to pick whatever the game has. I don't like it. But yeah, even we, if you don't. Even if you don't play it, you should go look up the intro um, and see what I mean by just over-the-top humor. It, it the, Just the intro is funny. And how about you, Mike? You're number 10. Uh, I kind of cheated for my number 10. It's 999, 9 hours, 9 person, 9 doors, slash, zero escape, virtue's last, last reward. Because VRL is the better game, or VLR. But to get the full appreciation, you really have, need to have played 999 first. And they're both Visual novels, more or less, but they drop you into these puzzle segments. They're basically like escape rooms where you have to go around and look for items that help you unlock other things to get other items to get out of the room. But the story is what really carries it. Like, I won't get into too much of it because it gets spoilery pretty quick. But 999 has nine people trapped in this sinking ship 
and they all have bombs strapped to them, and they have to basically get through this game to escape with their lives if they can. And then VLR just continues the story. It's a lot more of the same, but like I said, I won't get too far into them. And it's only this low on my list because once you do the puzzles for the first time, it doesn't, there's not a whole lot to go back to, unfortunately, but they are both still worth checking out. And you're right. That was cheating. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I played nine, nine, nine and I'm glad you brought it up because I never finished it. And I've been wanting to remember what that DS game was that I was playing <laughs> so I could go back and finish it. Awesome. So right off the bat, I, I need to think, say thank you. We're one for one then because I'm going to look up Infected. <laughs> and you can look up Percy Jackson. <laughs> right. Man, I cannot stress how much fun I had with Percy Jackson. Okay. Like I just I can't stress how much that game was a, as a simple turnstile RPG. Oh, it's a dollar on GameStop.com if they had it. It's a dollar. Nice. Yes, Okay. So if you ever see it, pick it up. You will you will be surprised. Or I mean, technically, just playing a damn phone. But <laughs> not like they're going to re-release it. It's a, it's a it's, you know name brand thing. Are we back on your number ten, Mike, or number nine? <laughs> you want back to Percy Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do number nine. Number nine is for me is a more known title. This one actually, I was kind of this was almost an honorable mention, but then I decided, nah, nah, nah. It can it can be number nine. It can it can go above Percy Jackson, and that is Metroid Zero Mission for Game Boy Advance in two thousand four. <laughs> in my opinion, the best Metroid game that I have wow. played. Uh, the three Reverse. I played. Oh yeah, you're not super into Super. I've only played Super once. I didn't really. I mean, that was two years ago for a podcast, you know, huh? and it just. Yeah, I didn't really like it the first time. I need to go back to it. But Zero Mission, it's not that hard. It's not that long. It, I never got confused. I never got lost. And the game doesn't hold my hand and say, go in this exact room, and you're going to go right over here and go exactly this way, like Fusion. And it doesn't kill me in two bits <laughs> like Fusion. It just, I get enough power-ups. The enemies aren't overwhelming. The game is not too confusing. And the story is interesting. And it's just it's a great little Game Boy Advance game. You can beat it in like three, four hours. And it, it is a it is by far out of the Metro games that I've played the three for the show. It is my favorite. And I really, really like that game. I think it's a great game that doesn't get enough love because it's not super challenging. Yes, it's a remake of one, but I think it does enough things differently. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, add it because it's been years at this point from the time they made it that it's enough of a different game on its own. Hey, this is where we got Sexy Samus from. And Zero Suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Which went on to spawn all so many other things over time. So, you know, we all does it Metroid Zero Mission. That's my number nine. Somewhere in Texas, Bill Tucker's real mad and he doesn't know why. <laughs> Does he not like Zero Mission? <laughs> he likes Super. That was his favorite game until that Mega Man X episode. Super is probably a good game. I just I I need to go back and replay it now that I'm a better gamer and better Metrovania and see what I think, but my problem is that Metro will probably still be there. How you get lost in Zero Mission, I don't get lost. I mean, I did the same thing with Zero Mission. I do every every Metrovania game. I printed a map and had a laminated map next to me while I played the game. <laughs> so I'm getting a nice collection of laminated maps throughout, this, cool. throughout this podcast. I have three so far. Uh, how about you, Adam? You're number nine. So I wish I could remember more of this game. And, I, and it's because it came out in 2003. And it introduced me to the tactics-based games. And it was Final Fantasy Tactics for the Game Boy Advance. I loved this game. And it was because it was one of the first times that I really had to sit and think and plan my battles. And up until my gaming career, this wasn't something I had ever done before. And learning how to change the job class just to make sure the mission was going well. And just the patience that it it, it 
washed over me as a gamer. Like you don't always have to try to speed run everything. In fact, you can't in this. And yeah, it, it, I remember putting hours upon hours into it and I almost wanted to pick it up again just so I could talk a little bit more about it before we did this episode. But then I realized I have other games I need to play <laughs> and I did not want to get sucked back down that hole. <laughs> well, Actually, first I just, I have to say, fuck this game. <laughs> I gotta get that in there before. I started it up recently, actually, because I own it, I think, somewhere. But uh, I haven't played it in so long. I know it gets a lot of flack because of the judgment system, where it gives you the different rules that you're not allowed to do mm-hmm. during battles. I think that's kind of a cool idea to mix up the battles so you can't just keep spamming the same thing over and over. Yeah. I'll just repeat what I said. Fuck this game. <laughs> <laughs> I have a history with this game, and it's not nice. So I have played it twice. Yeah, if it wasn't for this game, I would have probably never have found my love for the Disgaea series. Oh, yeah. And so I, it, there's a lot that I owe to this game. But it's a good game. It's just ugh, <laughs> hard. Sorry, I have feelings about this game. <laughs> I played it right before I met Tiff and I and I stopped playing it because I met Tiff and I'm like, oh, I don't have time. And I just fell off it because I was busy having a girlfriend again. And I played it a long time ago when it on emulator and I just could not get through it where my buddy Rich beat it. And I just, I, it's one of those, it's like one of those, it's like one of those games I just, I someday got to do and I just I can't, I just can't do it. Can't finish it. So I have a whole. So don't expect it on the show anytime soon. You can put it on the show. I'll play it. <laughs> I was swearing a lot during it, but I would play it. <laughs> I, would I don't do think that you will. You. It's like 50, 60 hours. So I'm okay. No, I've got plenty of other games to torture you with. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and what is your number nine? My number nine is my only Game Boy game on my list. The Pokemon trading card game for the original Game Boy. Nice. Because almost made the list. (laughs) Because I love the Pokemon TCG and to be able to have it all in a cartridge makes it very convenient instead of, you know, lugging around 60 individual cards and much more arduous process of trying to find someone to play with. It's just especially nowadays is just not possible. Even more so now, now nowadays because of the stupid pandemic garbage. But <laughs> yeah, this is still a game I go back to every couple of years and just play through it. It's such a blast for people like me that are too dumb to play Magic the Gathering. We have Pokemon trading card game. Hey, I feel that. I feel that <laughs> exact way. Like I said, it was on like I had a bunch of other games because you said there might be overlapping. And that was one of them. I was like, just in case somebody takes it. You know, what? I, I got this one. So nice. awesome. And it has the best battle theme. I love that. And it came with an awesome card. I think it came like with a ancient Mew or something. Or no, it came with what did it? Ancient come with? Mew was from the theater. Yeah, I that think was it the theater. Came with the Game Boy exclusive Meow. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Say. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Remember. I don't remember. I, that, I know I had it. That was the reason I bought it. The game was for the card, <laughs> and then I realized I could learn to play the game through this, and yeah. I had a lot more fun with it. Uh, collecting uh, the cards after that. I'm so mad I gave all my cards away when I was younger. Same. <laughs> but my, my wife and I still buy each other packs every so often, though, the newer ones. Even though we'll probably never use them, they're still fun to have. I, I had a bunch of cards, too. I don't know what happened to them anymore. They're probably in my parents' house still. But I have no idea. It, it's a good game, though. Yep, I love it. And played on the show, episode 15. It'll I be back. 15, 14. It's somewhere <laughs> early on there. I don't remember anymore. Yeah, it's up there. I don't recommend the early episodes ever anymore, so... Yeah, well, we'll fix it's that. Just <laughs> Some of those audio quality is not good. <laughs> All right, I think we should do... I'll do my number eight. This is a, this one I've thrown for a loop that you guys will not be expecting. Dragon Ball Z Legendary Super Saiyan Warriors for Game Boy Color. 
in 2002. <laughs> nope. Not on my list, believe it uh, or not. <laughs> <laughs> I only... Again, this list is mostly based off games I just that meant a lot to me. For I was not in, I didn't get in Dragon Ball Z until I was in high school. I want to say like 2000, 2002, probably two thousand three. And a friend of mine who I met in my freshman year, and he was he was big in Dragon Ball Z, but there weren't a lot of Dragon Ball Z games at that time for like PS two and stuff like that. And this was a Game Boy Color game, and he he bought it for some reason. I don't remember why we had it, but he had it and he had it in school. And we were playing it. He played it in school and stuff. And it's a action game. Like it's a, it's a turn style card game where you pick cards or your attacks, hmm. and you go through the entire Dragon Ball Z saga all the way from when he fights Raditz to the very end with Kid Buu. And it encompasses the whole thing with so many different characters. And I love this game. I actually went back and beat it before the podcast started because I just needed to play it again. It was almost on the show multiple times. But since Mike is not a Dragon Ball Z fan and it's 2002, I don't want to make him suffer and hate me. So oh God, it is. Too- oh, I miss that. <laughs> oh, yeah. 2002. But it's it's Oof. it's a turn based card fighting game. And it is you can move around on the map. You get all the you get all the characters that you can get throughout like you get so many characters throughout this game i forget how many there are but it is so much fun there are 30 battles in story mode like i said go through the whole series and it it's such a great little game Sprites it's probably not but i love it so much so that's my number eight does it go through the the tournament the world tournament is that dragon ball i think it what do you mean with hercule i don't know it's, it's, it's the only arc i've seen is <laughs> is that them all in the tournament where gohan's great Saiyan and whatnot and vanel vanel like kicks some guy and his neck spins all the way around but he had some kind of d- drug so he didn't die is that know. during the cell saga i stopped at the cell saga so i my my knowledge is gone <laughs> at that point i think it is i can't remember but that part but it's, yeah. a, it's a great game and that's <laughs> it probably isn't but i really like it <laughs> how about you adam Oh, I may make y'all mad with this pick. <laughs> and, and I have to apologize because somebody's going to get angry at me for choosing this game. But I have said it once. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. And it's a fantastic handheld game. And that's Angry Birds. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I, wrong with that. Yeah, I cannot tell y'all how excited I I used to get for Angry Birds games, whether it was Angry Birds, Angry Birds 2, Star Wars, all just as long as I had a slingshot and I was tossing these birds into pigs. It was the perfect time killer and I would play it for hours on end, not meaning to. Of course, the original set the tone for everything. Some of the spinoffs like Transformers got didn't hold true to the Angry Birds formula that I love. But I mean, everybody knows it. Everybody's played it, I hope. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just such such a sucker for slinging birds very viciously. <laughs> I was not expecting Angry Bird to be on here, even though I've heard you talk about it before on your show, but I was not expecting it. It's better than yeah. Flappy Bird. Oh, man. Flappy Bird is my number one, one week. <laughs> <sighs> that was a good week before the game got not, shut down. Not as good as the one month of Pokemon Go. <laughs> so why we're talking about Angry Birds is Transformers like a completely different style of game then it's the Angry Birds sm- one more of an action game I think it's an auto runner yeah and okay. so you kind of like sh- shoot things uh, in the background right yeah you're shooting things in the background while like trying to like jump over and avoid things in the foreground um, you get power ups and you can like transform into the car so like if something's about to fall on you you can go faster but yeah I don't remember watching Game Informer play this. Otherwise, I would have zero knowledge of it. You never played Angry Birds? Uh, the original Transformers. Okay. I played the original. I played a ton of Rio. 
and I played a little bit of Star Wars. I had the Angry Bird collection on 360, and I played a lot of that. Yeah, nice for my son. But it started <laughs> started as a handheld game. Yeah, no, it, it's a handheld game. I mean, it's best yeah. played on a phone. But mm-hmm. okay, that's not what I expected. <laughs> I figured Adam was going to be the wild card in this. Like, I could guess probably a few of Mike's picks, and like, no mine are out there, but they're all, everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Adam was uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, I mean, that you weren't be anything. Super Saiyan Warrior, legendary Super Saiyan Warriors, now were you? That's accurate, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what is your eighth pick, Mike? My eighth pick is Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trials and Tribulations, the third one. Which I almost cheated again and put the trilogy that released on 3DS, which has all three of them. But I like Trials and Tribulations as the best story because the main story runs across multiple cases. And then it has like the best finale in the series as it wraps up. And I'm not going to get too much into it. If you know Phoenix Wright, you know what to expect. And I have a feeling the first game at least is going to be on the show someday. I'm okay with that. Yeah, they're real good. Good pick. That was a good pick. They're good games. They have awesome music. I wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) The last time I played it was I played it on my phone and I just had to mute and I would just play random times and I was not doing other stuff I should have been doing. (laughs) 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 I'm just going to leave the sentence at that. (laughs) But it was a few years ago and it was really, it's a good game. I'd be up for it. All right. And number seven. Uh, I went with something that, again, 2001 Game Boy Advance game that means a lot to me. Advance Wars. I have... Advance Wars, I think it's a great game. I mean, I have never been able to get very far in Advance Wars 2 because the game just wipes the floor with me every time I play it. I've never played Dual Strike, never played Days of Ruin, but I really liked this first game. I played it on emulators for the first time back in early 2000s, maybe two or three. And then a couple of years ago, before the podcast, I went back to it again. And it's such a good game. You get to pick different commanding officers that you use that have different abilities. You build little troops. It, I like RTSs, but I, this is not a very turn-based, simple RTS game, and it's so much fun to play. I mean, even if you fuck up and make bad decisions, you can still usually recover from them, and there aren't that many different style of units to build, and it's a, it's a really good game. If you never played it, it is really worth picking up. I don't know if you can buy it on anything currently, because it's Nintendo, and they don't always release stuff anymore, but mm-hmm. play it any way you can. It's definitely... Weird. My my game only had one CEO, and it was Sammy. Mm. I know. I don't like Sammy. <laughs> what? Andy. She's adorable. <laughs> so that trip for better. That one was on my list. Uh, yep. And so I they, now I'm glad I brought more because that was going to be coming up. <laughs> so like I, I'm like, damn. But yeah. Good uh, taste. Advance Wars is on something. If you're one of the three people out there that have a Wii U, you can buy it on the virtual console <laughs> on there. <laughs> they did. There is a spiritual successor to the game on Steam. Oh, yeah, um, I, I wish I, I own it and I've played it, but damn. that doesn't help us out right now. <laughs> what is that called? Uh, Wargroove. No, there, no, there's another one. Wargroove will come up when you Google that. Wargroove is the one that I've heard compared to Advance Wars. No, this was Tiny I, Metal. Tiny Metal, yes, Tiny mm. Metal, and it is good. Uh, if you ever had a hankering to play Advance Wars without playing Advance Wars, I highly recommend this one. Okay, I'm going to look up Tiny Metal add it to my wish list, I think. It's cute. I do want to play Wargroove someday. Started it when it was on Game Pass, but I don't remember a whole lot. I've always sucked at Advance Wars. I don't know what it is about it. Well, one is you can play differently. Two is very, like, you have to do certain things. I I have never been able to get through two. I could die so quickly. Someday. Someday one will be on the show. Play Battalion Wars. 
Does that count? No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. That's not Advance Wars, even though it kind of looks like it came out around the same time on GameCube. But uh, I think it's supposed to be in the same universe. Yeah, I thought it was. Oh, uh, I never played it. I had no interest in it. Yeah. It wasn't Advance Wars, so I didn't care. <laughs> <sighs> Advance Wars just did something that really got my interest, and it's always stuck with me to this day. Just that one, because it's not that hard either till the end. The end is really hard, but other than that, it's yeah. not bad. Huge difficulty climb in the last couple missions. But other than that, yeah. it's doable. Very doable. I don't get along with difficulty spikes anymore. <laughs> as we are old. As we found out in Robotech, it's like, nope. And okay, that wasn't difficulty spikes. That was, <laughs> let's just piss them off. And it's a force. <laughs> and what is, Adam, what is your number seven? My number seven is SNK versus Capcom. Match of the Millennia for Neo Geo Pocket Color. I'll say that three times fast. I will not and cannot. (laughs) I love fighting games. And where I was from, there wasn't a huge selection of Neo Geo games, but I was lucky enough to be able to find this one. Now, the Neo Geo Pocket Color didn't have too many buttons. So for a fighting game, you know, two buttons is kind of hard to to incorporate a game that normally uses four. But depending on how hard you press the buttons, you had your light and your heavy and the game played really great. The graphics were done in a really simple pixel style art that really worked for what it was. And it was smooth. You could do combos. It wasn't if you've ever played a fighting game on a handheld, they take away a lot of stuff, but they remade this game for this style and it worked out perfectly and it's actually coming out on nintendo switch on the 17th well so it's really interesting and i'm happy uh, that i get to play it again and hopefully there's online capabilities but yeah it you even had your like grooves so you could choose three different grooves if you wanted like more power and parrying or like your rushdown type thing in yeah it was i played way too many hours of it and i if i still had my neo geo pocket color i would still be playing it to this day but it doesn't have cami on the roster so i can't i can't accept this (laughs) (laughs) it does have eight unlockable characters but yeah cami was not one of them evil ryu he's good yeah akuma the show has taught me anything mike will play any game with cami on even if they have roller skates in the game he'll play cami's in it even if it's cannon spike Spike. (laughs) (laughs) that game was fun it was actually a lot of fun but yeah if if you're a fighting game fan at any form and just want like a simplified but still a fighter at heart i highly recommend this game it reminds me of pocket fighter on the playstation without all the kind of cartoony gimmicks that pocket Mm -hmm. fighter had but just the character style yeah exactly see that's what i was talking about i did not expect to see your neo geo pocket color on this list you wouldn't have without him (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know it existed completely until I just Googled it now. I'm like, yeah, so I have no experience in Neo Geo, unfortunately. I'm, I'm a huge SNK fan, so I had to get it for the Metal Slug. And they actually had a Sonic game that was really good for it, too. But I'm surprised I've never emulated Neo Geo. <laughs> I know I've looked into it, but it's all fighting games. I just don't care. Yeah, and wind, wind Jammers. Oh, wow. Is that where it started? What's that? Is that where Wind Jammers started? Or is that that was arcade, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's still SNK, I think. Nice. Yeah. By the way, if you, I googled Windjammer somehow, I got Iron Hauled Sailing Ships. So I don't know what the hell just happened just now. Right? <laughs> yeah, it took me right back there. I, I typed it again, just took me right back to Iron Hauled Sailing Ships. It's like volleyball ish. Volleyball meets tennis meets frisbee. There you go. And Mike, what is your 
number seven. Uh, number seven comes from one of my favorite franchises, and it's one of, looks like, three first-party Nintendo games on my list. That is Kirby Planet Robobot for the 3DS. Because Kirby's already awesome, and they put him in a little mech, and it also gets power abilities. So, like, I don't think I need to go on. You should, just because, but you don't need to tell me, no. But you can tell me. (laughs) I've never heard of this. Oh, it's amazing. Like, so Kirby can still get the firepower, but he can get in the mech, and the mech can scan the fire enemy, and it gets firepower. So it gets little flamethrowers for arms. Oh, this? Oh, it's such a blast. I didn't know there was a Kirby game I've never played. 3S was easily emulatable, so Mike could play it. It would absolutely have been on the show already. I think I might own it. I'm actually checking my collection right now. Oh, awesome. I have Kirby's Triple Action Deluxe, though, I found out. That's a good one. Triple Deluxe is good. Star Allies is good. Planet Robobot's the best. I'm going to be going on eBay after this <laughs> or seeing if my the GameStop close to me has it, because I, I need to play this. I know I don't. Little more. I thought I did, but I don't. I never bought it, apparently. Oh, that's okay. I'll play it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would play this, so... It's it's real good. It introduces I don't use it. the doctor ability and the poison ability, which are both super fun to use too. Hey, and it's oh thirty five dollars on GameStop. Uh, it's first part in Nintendo. I was gonna say it's Nintendo. <laughs> I don't know what you yeah. expected. I didn't expect thirty five dollars on GameStop. I don't like thirty five dollars on GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's not what I I was not expecting that, but I don't blame <laughs> you. That made a manual. We're all happy. I'm sure. All right, and I think it's time for number six. And I'll go first. My number six is a game that my favorite game of this franchise, Castlevania Portrait of Ruin. Uh oh. <laughs> I figured. Yeah, uh, this, I is, played, the, this huh? is the one I expected to have overlap on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I haven't played all the DS ones. I have to put that in first. I've only played this one DS one. I have played the three Game Boy Advance ones, but I really like Portrait of Ruin. I think this game is just high quality. It's it's decently linked. It's very interesting. You get to play a Jonathan Morris. It continues Bloodline story, which is a Genesis game, which we also did an episode on the show. And it's just it's just a really good game. It's always stuck with me. And I really can't wait to go back and play it again someday soon. I'm sure. And more importantly, you get to play as Charlotte, and they introduce magic to the series for the first yeah, time. I don't play as Charlotte. Screw oh, her. She's awesome. <laughs> I just want to whip things. I don't want to play as her. <laughs> I don't ever play as her. I just use the guy that whips. How dare you? <laughs> you shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> and what about your number six, Adam? My number six is a game called Locke's Quest for the 3DS. Oh, heard of yes. this. Yeah, so um, best way to put it, it is a Real-time strategy tower defense game. You have to, there's waves of enemies coming at you, and you can build walls and turrets and all that kind of stuff um, using your handy wrench weapon. Um, And then in between rounds, you know, depending on the materials, you can build more stuff or fix what you have. And are like, well, they're coming from over here. I can build a wall and then try to get them to funnel in. But it was, I can't really remember the story. I, I really... I, I suck at remembering games back from 2008. <laughs> I put a lot of time in it and it was just really interesting. I love the art style and it was just fun. And obviously, you know, as the game goes on, you can get more things to build and take down the enemies. Yeah. Oh. And 
And I know they re-released it on uh, modern day systems too, like mm. PlayStation Four and, and PC and Xbox. So. Yeah, it's on Steam for fifteen dollars, and I apparently own it for some reason. I bought it, <laughs> and I won my fanatical bundles probably. So, and, uh, just to let you know that, Mike. One of the enemies looks like Doctor Doom, so that's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It, it's a lot of fun. Um, I wish I could remember the ins and outs of it. I'm going to have to go through and play it again, so I apologize, but. I put a lot of hours into it. I know that much. That's what matters. I mean, that you know, about games that have resonated with you over the years. Exactly. What about you, Mike? Number six. Number six is Ghost Trick for the DS. Another Capcom game, another visual novel where you start out the game and your main character is dead. <laughs> so you play as his ghost. He has no memories trying to figure out why he's dead, what happened. And it's just this story that interweaves through all these other characters that you meet. So you're trying to solve your murder before sunrise where you will cease to exist. And you do this by possessing different objects to solve puzzles. That's why. As soon as I hear that, I'm like, oh, I understand now. Yeah, so, so far, we've ticked the power copy in the box and the possession box. So <laughs> checking all my, my tropes for Mike. <laughs> But it is, it's super inventive, and it's absolutely worth playing if you haven't played it before. If, if you want a good murder story, I guess, you solve a few of them throughout the game. If you want a good murder uh, story, just play Heavy Rain. And a good one. <laughs> <laughs> heavy Rain. We'll talk good. about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I should have known Ghost Trick would end up on this list, though. Yeah. I tried to get you to play it, and you started it, and then I don't think you played past the first section. I don't. I didn't even actually play it. I just put it on my <laughs> device. And that was as far as I got. You know how to. If you want, you know how to make me play it. If you want to, so mm, it would fit as a Spooktober game. <laughs> All right, and now it's time for number five. My number five is another game that's been on the show: Metal Gear Solid for the Game Boy Color, or better known as Metal Gear Ghost Battle. I lo- from for Game Boy Color in two thousand. I love this game. This is a great Metal Gear game. This is. Maybe one of my favorite Metal Gear games. Three could wow. not do it last time when I played it. So, oh wow, I really like this little game. This is I unfortunately have never. This was my first top-down Metal Gear game I ever played because I didn't play Metal Gear One or Two until I actually just recently played Metal Gear Two for Episode Fifty Two or so, Fifty Three. And this game is just so good to me. Like I, I think it's a it's a blast to play. I, you know, I played it two years ago. And I still really enjoyed it. It's super well done. It's not too long. It's a great little handheld game. You can play in parts. The, the enemies that you fight, the bosses are actually like, I, I think they're a great team of villains compared to some of the villains. Like, um, Metal Gear Solid 3. You know, I love that game. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 2. Um, you know, better teams than that. Like, it, they make sense. I mean, one guy has Ravens, but hey, nobody's on roller skates and nobody's in a wheelchair sleeping for ten, for the, most of the game. So, <laughs> and no one's got bees, but it's, it's a really well done game. It, it's not canon to the storyline. It's its own little thing, but it's definitely a game that I always love talking about and going back to. And unfortunately, there's no way to actually play it anymore because they're never going to, they're not going to re-release it. So, no, not play it any way you can. It's a great little story. I think it's a quote on the back of the box. Metal Gear Solid, Ghost Bible, no one's got bees. <laughs> hey, it's a good game. It you played it before, Mike? I think I own it somewhere. Is the other is the other is the is the re- answer I'm looking for no, I take it? I played it, I don't know that I beat it. Okay. You're missing out. You I had this, me. And I had the perfect dark Game Boy color game, but I don't know what happened to either of them. Because this game has gas at one point where you you can't breathe, so you won't be Oh well. 
Yeah, we discussed that yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll be discussing that next week, or in this case, a week, a couple week ago or two, when you hear this. <sighs> and Adam, what is your number five? My number five is Fire Pro Wrestling for the Game Boy Advance. Oh man, I always wanted to check out the series. It's the series. The series has stayed the same. The same concept. It honestly, the graphics you just get more rounded and less jaggy. But you have so much customization available to you. You can create any wrestler ever imagined. Uh, the moves, the clothes. It you have the ability to do it. it. It's overwhelming at times trying to create a character. It plays really weird. It kind of like a an isometric top down. And you have to watch your stamina. At any point, you can do any kind of move you want. You know, if you want to go out and try to throw out your finisher right in the beginning, you can. You don't need to build up for it. It's a sign to a button. But, you know, you've got to work them down. You've got to watch how you're running. And you have to lay down and breathe. You can also hold back on your attacks. So that way, when you're hitting an opponent... They don't hurt them as much, but it gets the crowd entertained so you can have a longer match. And that goes into the aspect of wrestling. You know, you don't want to just go out there and watch a squash match. You want it to kind of be back and forth. So while you're doing some of these moves, you have to remember to also hold back on them a little bit. And it is just a blast. Uh, The Game Boy Advance version was just, you know, your bare bones. There's no story mode or anything like that, but you still had your death matches and hardcore modes and you can even do like ufc mixed martial arts you have the octagon and then you can create a character that only does those kinds of moves submissions and hits and and just this kind of um suplexes that would make sense for that character i am obsessed with this game and i will buy any fire pro that ever comes out and it's because this was the first one that ever introduced me to the series because i'm a i'm a wrestling nerd at heart so yeah believe how long this series has been around it looks like the first one came out in 1989 in arcades and there's been uh almost 30 games in the series the last one came out in 2017 slash 2018 for pc and ps4 Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's wild and i it's still i put a lot of, of yeah i put a lot of time into that one as well because it introduced um, yeah. um actual wrestlers from new japan so you get oh, to play cool. as some big name characters which they you could always at their pre-generated characters you'd be like oh well that's definitely supposed to be hulk hogan you know or that's supposed to be rick flair but there's actually like kenny omega and a bunch of other wrestlers i won't get into it but yeah it, good, it, it's we're not the audience for it but <laughs> exactly yeah it, but it's fun if you like wrestling games and have a, a few hours to kill because making that, a character yeah, i was gonna say that's <laughs> just creating a character that would be a problem for me uh-huh. <laughs> we learned that during the mass effect episode oh yeah are you sure anyone can hear that episode mm, i don't recommend it so but bad. you can audio quality so bad when i talk and Mike, what is your number five? Uh, my number five is Castlevania Portrait of Ruin. Yeah. Good pick. <laughs> Having the dual characters added a lot of variety to the game, especially Charlotte, as previously mentioned. And it was cool that it had multiple locations. You weren't just stuck in the castle. You went to 1942. What's the first Berlin? Is it Berlin? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. You go to a pyramid, you go to a haunted circus. It's a lot of variety to it that you wouldn't see in the other Castlevania games. Yeah. So, uh, and then, yeah, everything Mike said. <laughs> it's so good. good. And it has one of the worst final boss fights, but whoo, is it a good? I mean, I, it's just hard as hell. So. Oh, and I have played all the DS games, and it's still my favorite, so don't feel too bad. Okay. I've just never 
Never have for some reason. Yeah, well, someday. Yeah, I- I'm okay with that. I, I need to play them because I know I'm missing out on Order of Ecclesia, especially, and Dawn of Sorrow. I think the only one I've ever played is Aria Sorrow. It's real good. Good game. Also been on yeah. the show. <laughs> I like people to say that. I just want to let you know. <laughs> All right, and I'll do number four. Uh, my number four is another game that stuck with me because it's a game I played when I was a kid, which tends to be a system I have going on here. Kirby's Dreamland 2 for Game Boy from 1995. I love this game. Like I <laughs> played it for the shows. I already gushed about it on there. But to me, it is my favorite Kirby game of all the Kirby, well, not for many I played yet. But it is such a good game. I got it for Game Boy because my friend of mine let me borrow it. I don't remember why, but you let me borrow it, and I just had it for a while. I just really enjoyed it, and I have never not liked this game. It is just, you get your first, it's the first game of the Animal Buddies, mm-hmm. in my opinion, and out of the few Kirby I played, like, it's the best. It is just such a good little game. It's not super challenging, and it's just, it's so much fun. And I, when we went back to it and played it earlier, I just had nothing but a blast, and I beat it in, like, two days. I just had so much fun. Except for that secret boss. The secret boss <laughs> I was going to say, off. you said it, was, it wasn't that hard, and I'm like, oh, asterisk. The secret boss is miserable. <laughs> Everything else in the game, amazing. <laughs> Fuck that secret boss. When you get through, you get all the, the little parts to unlock the last world. Other than that, great game. Highly recommended. I don't know if it's downloadable any, anywhere anymore. Uh, I think it's on the 3DS virtual console. I think oh. both of them are the first two. Okay. That was episode 82. If you want to go back and listen to that, it was one of my yes, first ones. All right. So that's my. Yes. And how about you, Adam? So I don't ever really talk about this series so much because I think it's overrated. But this version or this entry into the game uh, made me a believer and I love it. And it's Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars for the <laughs> Nintendo DS. I did not uh, see that coming. Yeah. And I've always just. Like I said, I think Grand Theft Auto games are overrated. Um, They do a lot of things great, but they've never really held my attention. Um, This comes back after four. I think around after four, this is when the game makes its appearance. And it goes back to the top-down view, cel-shaded graphics. And then, of course, um, you you get to use the DS stylus and touchscreen for things. But it it makes sense like making a Molotov cocktail so you can throw, you know, you're just putting the rag into the bottle and slinging it. And it wasn't overdone. Had a really good story, um, which is some, one of the things that I always forget about grand theft autos. Cause I end up just seeing how many stars I can get, but I stayed <laughs> true to the story in this one. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I know they eventually made it on PSP and I don't know if it ever came out for consoles, but uh, I th- Apple and Android it came out for. Yeah, and, and it, I couldn't remember if it was one of the ones they ported the PS2, but I think I was just that Liberty was, and Vice uh, City Stories. Yes, and Liberty City Stories with Tony yeah. and Lance, respectively. But yeah, it really fun. I enjoyed it, and it's probably my favorite Grand Theft Auto to this day. That's another one I downloaded recently and played about 10 minutes of it. I'm like, oh yeah, I can't do this overhead thing anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've always meant to play this game. Never have, and don't know if I ever will, but I've always meant to. So the the weirdest part that kept me is uh, kind of like a side thing that you can do in the game, and that's sell drugs. And you can <laughs> buy different ones and go to different parts of the town and see, like, oh, well, it's selling for more over here. And it's just <laughs> the easy way to make money. And it, yeah, it, I kind of did that more. Treated it like the stock market almost. Sounds like Sid Meier's Pirates. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, what about you, Mike? Speaking of series that may or may not be overrated... Sorry, Kristen. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep for the PSP. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, it has, in my opinion, the best combat in the series because it's not just you mash the attack button. You have different commands and command styles and finish styles and shot locks and keyblades. And there's a lot to it. And you can meld the commands and make new ones and level them up. And they get different abilities that you can attach onto them. And it has aqua. And that's the most important thing. <laughs> but uh, it's fun. It's got... The story is as nonsensical as the rest of the series, unfortunately, but the combat would disagree with you if he heard you right. (laughs) So would Kristen. So (laughs) (laughs) jump picture I'll hear about when she listens to this episode. (laughs) But the combat is super fun and it's the reason why I go back to it time and time again. I I always have wanted to play this. I bought a PSP with the intent to play this and Uh, I still have yet to play it. I think this that game was why I bought a PSP as well. Hmm. One day I'll play this game, but it, it always looked so interesting to me. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth checking out. Someday Especially... we're gonna do the Kingdom Hearts series, but <laughs> oh, God. that's quite the un- that's that's almost as bad as saying we're gonna do the, all the MCU. <laughs> that's quite the task. <laughs> who would ever do something like that? Yeah, uh-huh. someone crazy. Yeah, some idiot who didn't think about it when he started it. <laughs> uh, and oh, that brings us to number three, then, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm not used to doing these top ten. It's weird. Wait, wait, we just did four. Yeah, yeah. I think we just did four. Oh God, I lost count. <laughs> yeah, we just did four. So now we're on to three. Yeah, y'all go big over here on uh, games my mom found. We only do like five normally. Damn. Oh, man. <laughs> top, top <laughs> we got to compete with top. We got to compete with Mojo. Mojo, yeah. Yeah. Watch Mojo. Mike's mm. like, I don't know if the top ten will do good. I'm like, well, I mean, watch Mo- people watch watch Mojo every single day. So I think we got a good chance at getting yeah. top tens to catch on. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably do more of these. So my number three is Super Mario Land 2 for the Game Boy 1992. Again, uh, it's another thing from my childhood. I've talked about it on the first episode, Mike, officially was uh, on, the, on the show. Uh, right? 78. 78. And I I love this game. When I was a kid, I never could get anywhere. Like, I would just redo the, the levels over and over and over again because I could never beat certain ones. I could never beat Wario. I just wasn't good enough. But I've always mm. enjoyed playing it. I always felt so good just to pick up the game and just play it for, like, a little bit when, you know, my Game Boy would, it was... And then my Game Boy actually was... I didn't have batteries for my Game Boy because my dad wouldn't buy me batteries. Then he bought me a charger, and I would have to sit in a chair, in one chair, and plug in my Game Boy to play it most of the time because he didn't <laughs> want me to waste batteries. Yep. So I played Game Boy... <laughs> Game Boy 8 batteries back in the day. And I, I love this game. It is such a good game. It is probably my second favorite Mario game. Oh, after Mario Land 1? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it involves world and the word 3D in it. Oh, that's, that's a good one. That is a good one. But you haven't played Odyssey, right? I have not. Okay. I have played 64, though. Okay. Oh, okay. No? Okay. I didn't think so. But yeah, Super Mario Land 2. <laughs> Amazing game. My number three. How about you, Adam? My number three is Professor Layton and the Curious Village for oh, Nintendo nice. DS. This was one of the f- first games that made me actually use general smarts instead of just my video game smarts, where it incorporated uh, it like brain teasers and logic puzzles and those kinds of things to solve a quest or a um, investigation that was going on in this town. The really cool thing is about this game is everything is done through like these little mini games and then it's uncovering this huge story. And one of the best things about this game was that the cutscenes were fully animated almost in like a Miyazaki type form. It, it kind of reminded me of that. And yeah, 
and I honestly have never played any of the other ones just because I have such fond memories of this one and how long it took me and eventually going, all right, I don't understand how the fox needs to cross the water on, <laughs> oh, on man, a turtle's back. <laughs> yeah, so I need to Google this. But yeah, it just was a lot of fun and so beautifully done. It, I, I cannot recommend this game enough. That's the only one that I actually finished. I think I started Diabolical Box afterwards and I didn't get all the way into it. But my favorite thing is when Leighton would walk into a room and you see like a pile of clothes and hey, that reminds me of a riddle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just the weirdest way they, they incorporate these puzzles. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. I've never played a fresh Leighton game yet. I, I know of them, but I stay away from puzzle games. Yeah, it reminds me of like just like books that you would get. Where they had like different like logic puzzles and brain teasers in them that just held was held together by this beautifully animated game and cutscenes and stuff. Okay, I've always been interested in it, but just stayed away from it. What about you, Mike? Your number are, three. Are you ready for this, Mike? It's finally happening. I'm hanging on the edge of my seat. Number Not three. The bullet trip is style savvy, fashion forward. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Huh? <laughs> but telling Mike for. Since I joined the show, like I'm going to talk about this game some way or another on this show. It's going to happen. <laughs> and uh, so I don't even remember why. I remember I downloaded the demo and about the third time I played through it, I'm like, well, obviously, I just need to get this game. Oh, so which one is it? this is the fashion game where you the name of the game. Yeah. Style savvy fashion forwards. Okay, for the there's like three, three of them when I Google. There's trendsetter, style savvy, and yeah. style fast. So I had to I had to make sure I get it right. Style savvy's one, trendsetters is two, fashion forward is three, and then styling stars four. What the hell am I looking at? So <laughs> <laughs> seriously, all you do is you dress up these girls in this town, and it's all about fashion. You do their hair, you do their makeup. <laughs> you know how? Every day you can go in and buy new clothes for your shop. <laughs> And I think the only reason that I even had any interest in this and checking out in the first place was because I like dressing up my Sims so much back in the day. I'm like, well, this game is just that. So I have put an ungodly amount of hours into this game and styling star. I eventually got my wife to get into the series, too. So we (laughs) we both played a lot of these games. I've got so many things I want to say, (laughs) but I I know I can't say. I'm in only, the same boat. <laughs> I can only imagine what your Steam recommended for you list looks like. The thing is, is like the go, most uh, the most guilty pleasure game I play easily. I'm so curious about it. I'm going to find it and play it now because <laughs> I there's a few of them that like you know y'all have mentioned like Percy Jackson where I'm like play it. all right well yeah this sounds interesting but the fact that this is so far up on your list after yeah, some of the other right. games that you mentioned <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> My my top three is basically in order by playtime. <laughs> I've put a lot of hours into this. There's Mine's a demo. based on what I like. There's Which a demo on the 3DS eShop. Okay. I'm, I'm going to check it. it out. I, I have to now. Oh, he's oh. been trying to get me to play it one day on the show, too. It we we got a so. guess for that episode now, Mike. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I don't. Can we talk about? Okay, but you were right. You already told me you were going to get this on here on the show. Uh-huh. Somehow you were going to mention it. There it is. If you, you have wrong. the most cursory interest in fashion, check it out. I do not. No, I dress. I wear the same things every day. So, <laughs> if I had money, I'd probably be a little more into it. But I don't. I still wouldn't be. I would still dress the exact same way. 
All right, and then we are on to number two. All right, and I need to pull up my notes that I closed on. My number two, actually, I had fought with this, what should be my number two, because there's two different, my one and two actually just switch places, but my number two is a game from 1999 for Game Boy, Pokemon Yellow. One of the best Pokemon games, and the game that I played so much as a kid, I loved Pokemon Yellow. Even with the exact same game, Pokemon Red and Blue, almost up, you have Pikachu and you get all the starters, but it is the best experience of the first gen. Okay, Fire Red Bay, but still, I talk about the original versions of these games. It is the best version that you could have got at that time. It is so amazing. It is such a good game. I played it. I played it recently a few years ago, again, before the podcast, and I played through it completely, and I still had fun. I also mm-hmm. played it in times two speed so I could enjoy it more. But if that's my number two, Pokemon Yellow. Well, like I said in the Fire Red and Leaf Green episode, uh, 104, go back and listen to it. It's such a tragedy that we never got Pokemon Thunder Yellow for the GBA. And that remake style, that would have been so great. Was it, was it, re- was it coming? Uh, I doubt it, because okay. by then Nintendo was kind of shying away from that third one, except Platinum, I guess. There's a ROM hack of it, though. Yeah, that I believe. And there's also Ash Gray, which follows the plot of the show i always wanted to play rom hacks but last time i tried bad things happened i lost my platinum so (laughs) never again i was a little pissed about that one i was at the end of platinum about to go fight the elite four and i deleted my save we could play moemon for the show (laughs) and adam what is your number two i you know we i don't think we really need to talk about it too much um it is uh pokemon red and blue okay Uh, i never played yellow and it when my friend bought it he was kind of disappointed because we were expecting more. But he was like, no, kind of the only difference is that you have Pikachu following you and you can get all the starters, which he had red and I had blue. So we had the ability to trade and all that stuff. So the fact that I never played yellow, but I've always heard great things about it. That's why I stuck with red and blue, because, I mean, it's a classic. It's it's what got me in the Pokemon. It still is one of my guilty pleasures when I don't know what to play and just, hey, I can put it on my phone. I can go through and play and it, it never gets old, you know, capturing and the little bugs. Like if you hold down the B button on the third rock, <laughs> it's kind of an automatic catch. And yeah, there's just so much that I could say about Pokemon that you already know, you know, it, that's it. <laughs> it's a great series. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about your number two, Mike? I'm breaking my own rules by including a re-release. This is Persona 4 Golden on the Vita because oh, that, that's okay. Uh, there is okay. no way I wasn't going to put this on this list. It has the best story, the best characters, uh, including Rise, voiced by the always great Laura Bailey. <laughs> it's a Scooby-Doo game where you're solving mysteries in your little podunk town. And still one of my favorite gaming moments is it prompts you towards the end of the game to guess who the mastermind is behind all these these murders of people being strung up in the telephone wires and stuff, just hanging upside down. And it gives you a list of every character you've met up to this point. And I'm just sitting there going through the logic. I'm like, okay, well, the, this person had, could do this, and this person could do this. And just guessing it right on the first try based on the information they gave you is such a proud moment for me. Nice. It's one of my favorite RPGs of all time. It's so great. So you said it was you the whole time? Yeah, it was it was me. I, I just, You know, I, I can't even remember who the murderer was when I beat this game. I'm not going to say it on here, but I can't even remember who it was. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, can't remember. We will do this episode someday. It will happen. <sighs> yeah, I've, only, I've only ever played Persona 3, and I realized after that if the game had Atlas in the name of it, 
I was probably never going to beat it. And (laughs) so I never uh, picked up Persona 4 or 5, even though all the great things I've heard about them. Yeah, you need to set aside 80 to 100 hours for your first playthrough of either of those games. Exactly. And you Mm -hmm. might want a guy because you can fuck yourself in 4 like I did the first time I played it. Yep, that is possible. Halfway through, um, I got to the dungeon after Reese. Like the fourth dungeon, I think, or the fifth. And I fucked myself completely. I, I started running around doing school stuff and not battling, not leveling up. And then I ran out of days and I was I was. Screwed. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yep, that does happen. And then I took me a year before I picked that game up again and finished it. I had to start over completely and I was really upset. <laughs> All right. And before we go to number one, I think we should mention if we have honorable mentions that didn't make the list. I think we should mention those now. Absolutely. I have. Five. Two have com- are completely just... I couldn't put them on the show because they didn't follow my rule. One, Chrono Trigger, obviously. Best version mm-hmm. on DS. Uh, Final Fantasy VI Advance. Really, really good on Game Boy Advance. That is a great game. They added extra stuff. That's the way yeah. to play it. I didn't finish the extra stuff and I got my ass handed to me, but... <laughs> the, the elemental dragons? Yeah, I couldn't even get to that dungeon. I tried. And I'm like, no, we're just going to beat the game. And that was the end of that. Uh, the three other ones are kind of like the ones that are going to surprise you a little bit. Mega Man Powered Up for PSP. We mm-hmm. did an episode about that game. A mini. Great, great game. Mega Man Wily Wars, which is almost on my regular list a few different times, but I kicked it off finally. It was my first, the only oh. Mega Man I ever, Mega Man game I ever beat as a kid that isn't X. Wily's Wars. Revenge. Wily Wars is the Genesis one. So, wow, thank you. Wily's Revenge then. I had that wrong. I really liked that game I back then. And I remember playing it on my Game Boy at, at a tennis court. <laughs> and it stuck with me. And my last honorable mention, which has also been on the show, which Mike needs to play, and so should Adam someday, Bomberman Tournament for Game Boy Advance, which is, you got Zelda in my Bomberman! You got Bomberman in my Zelda! Oh, yeah, that game. It's really, it's really good. Damn good. Episode 11 or 12? It's it's up there. It was one of the first ones I remember listening to. Yeah, it's, it was one of DJ's picks. He introduced me to that game. It's a, it's a great game. Okay. I love Bomberman, so <laughs> say no more. It's really good. I would highly recommend Bomberman Tournament. It just didn't it just doesn't have any lasting effect for me, so that's why I didn't make the list. Well not like the other games at all, like a mental connection. Oh, uh, what about you, Adam? Any honorable mentions? Yeah, I actually have three. The first one's Pokemon Pinball. Mm-hmm. It is still catching Pokemon, but while playing po- uh, Pinball, it was fun. I put a lot of hours into it, but it just didn't make the list because it of other games. Mom, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, the Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap. I remember playing a lot of it. I know I never beat it. And it, it kind of upsets me because while we were doing this list, it kept making it up. And I was like, well, I never really beat it. So I can't really say it was one of my top 10 favorite games. I can, so, I can help you with that next season if you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I just love the series. And number three... Um, it's relatively new, even though it came out a few years ago. It just finally caught wind, and that's Among Us. Um, <laughs> it started out as a handheld game. Um, the first few times I played a game of Among Us, it was on my phone. I had a lot of fun with it. It I just play it more for the PC, so I can't really say it was uh, a top 10 handheld game for me. I played it once on my phone on a day when I couldn't sleep. I think it was because of RE2 or something. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure it was during that time, but yeah, you're right. It is, it is an interesting game. Yeah, I was always right being sociable, place. though. I wasn't sociable. I just sat there and ran and just did my things and see if anyone tra- and tried not to be alone. <laughs> if I saw someone acting suspicious, I'm like, yeah, time to go. <laughs> acting, acting sus. Yeah, acting sus over there, red. <laughs> it kind of that whole thing went away a little bit, didn't it? Now, yeah, it kind of died down. That's good, though. I still see it every now and then. You maybe I forgot about Pokemon Pinball though, Adam. So thank you. you reminded me of that game. I I remember I got that the day it came out. 
There's two of yeah. them. There's one on the GBA too. Yeah. Nice. Didn't one of them have a rumble feature? Was that was the one for Game Boy, right? Yeah, where it had an extra battery slot for that. Triple A. Yep. I remember that. Oh, Mike, what about you? Any honorable mentions? Yeah, I got uh, five, looks like. Why isn't Styles have you in here? (laughs) Because it's too good. (laughs) They are all for the 3DS, though. Uh, First is Bravely Default, because it has a great job system and the Bravely slash default system within the battles where you could basically give up turns to use extra turns later in the battle and they have options to completely turn off the encounter rate or to turn it up to 200% if you're wanting to grind a little bit, but it certainly didn't make the list because of all those reasons the bill Tucker flew off the handle about, about <laughs> a month ago. It was not released yet. Oh, okay. Well, I'm pretty yeah, sure. look forward to that where basically <laughs> it makes you replay most of the game towards the end. It's kind of brutal. Next is Miitopia and Tom- Tomodachi Life which are both games that center around the Miis on your 3DS system. Tomodachi Life is like a life sim where you run an apartment building where all your Miis live and you interact with them and you can do different stuff every day and whatnot. And then Miitopia is a turn-based RPG that uses your Mii characters, (laughs) which I finally picked up. Was it last fall, I think? It was early on in the show when we just started talking a whole bunch. And then, yeah, I remember you playing it. It was pretty much the only thing I played for like two weeks other than whatever we played for the show during that time. (laughs) Next is not really a game, but it needs mentioned. It's the Nintendo Badge Arcade that used to be something you can download for free on the eShop. And it was basically little gotcha machines or little claw machines that you could pick up different badges and use them in place of icons on your home menu for the 3DS. It was really cool. And they always had different Nintendo stuff. And sometimes they had third party like there are a bunch of Mega Man ones you could get and sadly they are on my 3DS that died and the thing has since been discontinued so I can't get them again because Nintendo yep next is Shovel Knight which I'm kind of surprised wasn't on Mike's list but I think you said you didn't play it on I played on handheld. PS4 right so I played it, on the Wii U so it did, didn't feel right to put it on here but it's still a great collection of three games and then King of Cards is also on there which is less good <laughs> in my opinion but you, everyone knows Shovel Knight at this point. I don't think I need to go on to it. Yeah. And last is Smash Brothers for 3DS, and it's only on here because of the Smash Run mode that is only in that game where you run around and kill enemies and get power-ups, and then it drops you into a random battle or a race or something towards the end. It's a lot like Kirby's Air Ride, the City Trials mode, if anyone's familiar with that. I got so, nothing. Yep, that's fine. Okay. It's not on the list because Ultimate does everything better except for that one mode. Okay. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time for our number one. Number one. And this <laughs> one, this is an obvious one for me, who people who know, well, should be. I'm assuming you might already know what it is. One of my favorite Zelda games as a kid. I was that say, I which Zelda game is it? <laughs> yeah. I haven't played Minish Cap yet. That's why Minish Cap is not on this list. I've never actually played it yet. And I really, I'm going to remedy that next season for this show. Now, my number one is Link's Awakening DX for the Game Boy Color 1998. I played this game so much as a kid because I love Link to the Past. And this was a this was a Zelda game in my hands on my Game Boy Color, my lime green Game Boy Color. To be exact. <laughs> and I played this game so much. It took me. I remember going to my friend's house and we were both playing it together. And it was just such a great experience going through this game. It took me a while to get through it. because I just kept getting stuck or just kept having problems. But it's such a great game. It is such a good Zelda game, such a good Game Boy Color game. It's bite sized. It is. I never played the remake yet. I will someday. Yeah. But I'm in a rush. So, yeah, that's my number one. 
I'm definitely a good number one. How would you? Uh, love, I love the bug in Link's Awakening where you could equip bomb and arrows at the same time and shoot bomb arrows. It's not, <laughs> it's not a bug. I thought you're supposed to do it. Uh, is it? I'm pretty. I always sure. thought it was a bug. I don't think it's a bug. Okay. I, I can't even remember that. I do. So technically, it, this is a re-release, um, and it's been re-released hundreds of times uh, since then. Oh. Can I guess? Uh, no, it's not Angry Birds now. It, it's not Angry Birds. Uh, yeah, go ahead and guess. Is this Tetris? It is Tetris for the <laughs> Game Boy. I mean, it came out in 1989. In um, the systems that it came out with before that, you know, it, there was a PC version and stuff. But I have the fondest memories of the Game Boy game, uh, Tetris. I uh, learned to play Tetris. It's what my grandma used to give me every time I went over her house to shut me up was Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, and I can never play it on a console. I have Tetris effects and all the other Tetris games, but it never feels right. It needs to be in my hand. And no matter what system it's on, you know, it, it's tried and true gameplay. It never gets old. And I, I just love it. And so that's why it's my number one. Oh, yeah. Everyone's played Tetris. Yeah. I still have. I'm one of the lucky few that has Tetris DS somewhere around. Oh. That's a good game. Yeah. I don't know if that's all my god. Hard to find these days. Yeah. Oh, Mike, did you have Christian's list too that you wanted to mention? Or you want to mention after you do, do. your number one? I can run through that real quick. Uh, I don't have a whole lot to say because the only games I'm familiar with are on my list too. Okay. So her number 10 was Pokemon Picross, which is a free-to-play Picross game where you make silhouettes of Pokemon characters. Number nine was Style Savvy Fashion Forward. <laughs> Number eight is Adventure Island 2 for the original Game Boy. She said that it was one of the first games she remembers playing, and she had a lot of fond memories with it. Number seven is Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. Number hmm. six is Mario Golf on the Game Boy Color, which is another one that she played early on. Five is Pokemon Heart Gold. Four is 999. Three is also Trials and Tribulations from Phoenix Wright. Number two is Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. And number one is Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, which is why I'm going to get guff for saying that series is overrated. <laughs> I never never played that. Oh, she loves that series. I, I played one and two, and that's as far as I went so far. Uh, they get better. I <laughs> own the entire collection on PS4, but I've yet to actually play them. Yeah, three's I mean, a lot of fun. Your number one, Mike. At least uh, I know it can't be style savvy now, so. Anyone that's listened to... I think it was in the Fire Red episode where I talked about it. It's Pokemon X and Y for the 3DS. I have put more hours into this than probably every other game on my list combined. I've beaten this those games at least 30 times. Something crazy. Like, I spend so many times... Like, if I don't know what to play, nothing sounds good, I'll just pick up Pokemon and I'll start a Monotype or a Nuzlocke or a Wonderlock or whatever. It's got such a wide variety of, of Pokemon in each area, so it makes building a team so much easier. There's so much more variety because of it. Sword and Shield are great. They're super good games, but I will always go back to X and Y because they are my favorites. Okay. Nice. You know, that's, this list went a lot differently than I expected. This list went exactly like I expected. <laughs> I figure we're all going to have weird, just completely in left field picks. Yeah, we didn't have much overlap. No, uh, just the two, I think. You guys Portrait had Advanced Ruin. Wars, and we had Portrait of Ruin. And Angry Birds didn't overlap, though. That's odd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, I, I don't know why that should have been on everybody's list, but it's yeah, just me. I, you're not wrong. It is a really <laughs> good game. I per, I personally am not, like... I played it a little bit, but then I, I don't like mobile games. I mean, I do like Mario Kart Tour, though, on my phone. 
but I stopped playing it. Now I have absolutely no interest in playing it anymore. I'm actually surprised Mario Kart DS didn't make a a list because that was one of the games I remembered never owning, but got to play a lot of because of my friends. I never could share. It. Yeah, you, all you needed was one person in a group of friends to own it, mm-hmm. and then you could share the cartridge and play the whole game. But you need a group of friends. Uh, fair enough. With DS. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I didn't have the DS part. I had, well, I had a couple of friends, but we didn't have DSs. I'd been yeah. playing Radiant Historia recently, and I'm like, well, I'm probably not going to finish this game, so I'm not going to keep yeah. playing it. And I'm like, well, what should I play? I got Mario Kart 7 on here. I'll play that. And I played, I unlocked like <laughs> every character or something. It was in a couple of big sit-ins. They're so fun. Good Tried stuff. and true. Oh, yeah. Go wrong with Mario Kart. Unless it's on the 64. Okay, hey, hey now. You don't want me to do that. I don't want you to do that. I <laughs> I don't know what it is about that game, but I completely suck at that one and only that one. I like 64. I love 64. That and the original <laughs> Super Mario Kart. Yeah, that one's great. Seven That's, and eight are awesome. I've never gotten that far. Unfortunately, I've just I don't know. I don't know why there's so many games I haven't played. And I look back and I'm just like, but why? I own some of them. There's a lot of games out there. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very difficult to narrow this down to 10. Eh. Yeah, I wanted to put on Shantae Half Genie Hero, which was super fun. And then weird stuff like Monster Tail and Soul Bubbles for the DS, which I'd be surprised if you'd heard of. I, I know you heard about now you heard of Monster Tail because I tagged you in that Steam uh, the thing on Twitter recently where it's getting re-released. I remember seeing it, and I looked mm-hmm. at it, but the memory's gone already. Soul Bubbles was only released in Toys R Us, so it was doomed from the start, but it's a little puzzle game where you use the touchscreen to blow a bubble around uh, the stage to try to get it to the end. That cover looks terrible. Yeah, it's the art's fine, but... It's like a naked baby on the cover blowing bubbles. <laughs> the gameplay's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm good. Nope. One Zelda game between the three of us. <laughs> I haven't played Minish Cap and Oracle are not worth putting on here. No, like between worlds, I must made the cut too. Oh, but for a DS game that I forgot existed, but as I'm googling, as I because of your stupid thing that you just mentioned, a game that I spent a lot of time in DS that I do just want to mention is Zookeeper. That sounds familiar. Is that it's a, a match? It's a VGA yeah, level. match three. Yeah, I played a lot of it because it was one of the only couple DS games I had, and I played way too much of it. It's not it's not good. But hey, it's on a. It's apparently on a, on you know Android phones. There was one good DS launch title, and that was WarioWare Touched. What are you talking about? Mario 64 DS. Was that a launch title? Pokemon Dash. So there was a match three game, and I think it was made by Heroes of Might and Magic, and I can't remember what it was, and it almost made my list. And its only reason is I can't remember the name of it, Uh, but where you would slide your um, troops into each other and you would form like a bigger version of that and then just do line attacks against another army in front of you. It was really good, but I... To the life of me, I still can't figure out what the name of that game is. Sounds familiar. I don't think it's the Glory of Heracles. No. No, that's a turn-based RPG. (laughs) Clash of Heroes, I think is what it was called. Oh, yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah, It's also on Xbox Live back then. I really like that game. I want to play Zookeeper now. (laughs) (laughs) It's on Android. I found it for a dollar, but I don't want to buy it for a dollar, but it's on there. I do not worth a dollar. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just, just want to play, play for free because I'm going to play for like, an, like 10 minutes. And I'll be done with it, but I just mm-hmm. want to try it again. All right. I think we, we should wrap up this episode. I mean, should we do a top 10? Like just quickly mention what we had. 
Oh, yeah, run through them real quick. Okay, sure. I'll, I'll go first. Let me pull up my list again. Number 10, Percy Jackson. Number 9, Metroid Zero Mission. 8, DBZ Legendary Super Saiyan Warriors. 6, Castlevania Portrait of Ruin. 5, Metal Gear Ghost Babble. 4, Kirby's Dream Land 2. 3, Super Mario Land 2. 2, Pokemon Yellow. 1, Link's Awakening DX. Atom? Uh, I can't remember the order. <laughs> um, <laughs> infected. PSP. Fire Pro Wrestling. Game Boy Advance. SNK versus Capcom. And Neo Geo Pocket Color, Angry Birds on mobile, Tetris on Game Boy, Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars on Nintendo DS, Pokemon Red and Blue, Advanced Wars, Final Fantasy Tactics, and Professor Layton and the Curious Village. Okay. And Mike. Uh, number 10, 999 slash Virtue's Last Reward. Number Jeez. nine. <laughs> it was my my list, my rules. <laughs> <laughs> number nine pokemon trading card game number eight phoenix red ace attorney trials and tribulations number seven kirby planet robobot number six ghost trick number five castlevania portrait of ruin number four kingdom hearts birth by sleep number three style savvy fashion forward all my games have colons in the titles <laughs> <laughs> number two persona 4 golden number one pokemon x and y okay <sighs> good and stuff this is, all right this hey this was fun this is our first top 10 episode this was a lot of fun like, this I knew actually, it was going to be good, but this is it kind of exceeded expectations. This is a whole episode for Mike. This is actually for your birthday. This is coming up <laughs> yeah. around the time people oh. hear this. Well, happy birthday. Preemptively. Which I was supposed to mention earlier when we started this, but then we did that That's didn't okay. happen. Well, it was originally going to be out on my birthday. I'm like, oh, whatever. We'll just make it a side thing. It'll be fine. Everything's a side thing that I do. Yeah, well. At this point, with other stuff that isn't. A numbered topic episode. Should, topic should never be a numbered episode. Yeah, well. Yeah, I know. I'm still salty about it for a couple of times. I didn't know. <laughs> you can't tell. And since we're about to wrap this episode, and Adam, since you guys want to give a shout out to your podcast. Yeah. Um, if you like list, you can occasionally find us doing them over at Talk Games and Chew Bubblegum. Occasionally? Uh, okay, at least two a month. <laughs> we're doing them. Um, <laughs> we have fun. They're fun. As oh, you, they are fun. you just experienced. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. They get conversations going, and it's always awesome just to relive some gaming memories. Um, no matter what kind they are. So, yeah. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you like lists, let us know if you have suggestions for top tens. I would love to hear them. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You can email us, but I probably won't check it. I gave my mom found at Yahoo.com. <laughs> but I don't recommend that. It's there, but I don't recommend using it. Leave a comment on this YouTube video when it goes up. I only comment I get are, hey, look at this subscribe, you know, listen to this porno thing. It's usually all they get comments. I delete them, but hey. Oh, that's fun. All right. <laughs> <laughs> get those sometimes it's more right. than what we get <laughs> and if you enjoyed this episode we have lots of other video games that we covered we covered actually a bunch of the games that we talked about on here especially percy jackson which people <laughs> down, i've already downloaded 35 times this month and today's the seventh so hey it's wild know. absolutely wild came out like six months ago but people like the episode so definitely go check out all our other we do comics we do movies we're going through the mcu movies so definitely check those out i'm making us suffer because i didn't realize what i was talking about when i started this all <laughs> right and give a shout out to our awesome intro and outro courtesy of bobby aka mike sony from zp bite the book song it's cool kid squad and we will see you guys all next time bye everybody bye bye ta-ta